What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to the YI Network, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started doing what they're doing so that you can find your dream job, too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Miss Jen Ngazi. Now, Jen founded Network, a networking and dance fitness company. She's here to offer a unique perspective on pursuing creative fields as well as share her story of building a successful brand from nothing. She's got a lot to share with us here today. So, Jen, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. There we go. Jen, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling really good. I'm, I'm looking forward to the week. It's been a great year. It's a new year. We're still in January, so I'm still on that new year 2020 high. There you go. There you go. And yep, and we're, we are definitely looking forward to that uh, three-day weekend with that MLK uh, day coming soon. So I'm very excited to, to be talking to you this Friday, this beautiful Friday. So let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling, Jen. Let's do it. All right. So, Jen, why did you, did you found Network? So many reasons, Kojo. Honestly, you know, when I think about network, I think about everything I wish I had when I was in college, when I was starting off my career. It, it's, it's a combination of my experiences and also the needs that I saw in the community and especially for women. I feel like throughout school, we're taught so many things. I'm specifically someone like myself. So give you some information about my background. I'm originally from Nigeria. So I immigrated to this country and, and grew up in a home where hard work was taught. A lot of important, very valuable skills were taught. But, you know, as I was going through life, I saw that it wasn't necessarily hard work and education and a lot of things that, you know, was preached to me growing up, which definitely set me up right. But I will say that there's a lot missing from a lot of our education systems and a lot of the values that were taught from day one. And I find that network is so, networking is so important, especially for women, especially as we're going through our careers and especially as we're trying to climb up ladders, create our own ladders. It's so important to understand the value of relationships. And to add to that, just being a dancer and a creative person my entire life, I felt like there has to be a blend between the two and networking shouldn't necessarily mean going to an event and being nervous and feeling like you have to turn on this part of yourself that's not necessarily real and it, you know feeling like networking is something that you dread after a long day I wanted to create a space where networking could be something that people look forward to they're excited they have it on their calendar and they're like yes we're networking this weekend and mm. not something that we put off so that's what networking is about it's about bringing dance fitness together and combining it with something that i found throughout my journey that has been so important and it's that's being able to build valuable relationships with people combining them so that you know women we have a space where we can go to build relationships that doesn't feel forced Beautiful, 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 beautiful. And Jen, I got to ask you, you know, how this even came about. So what was the process like for you in even getting to this point that you are here today? You know what? It's funny when I'm asked that question, I think about how it's it was definitely not a straight path. You know, I feel like 
I was having a conversation with some recently about like how a lot of people think that when you're in college, right, you have to have all the answers, you have to have a map, you have to have a plan, everything written out. But to be quite honest with you, I feel like network came together from a number of my experiences and then also really surrounding myself with cheerleaders and people that saw my vision and understood the mission. Um, and I'll start with like college and, you know, early in my career, I didn't necessarily network wasn't a vision until mm. I started to go through my journey and realize, you know, there's just so much more. There's there's a lot more. I found that the path wasn't really carved out, that it, it created itself little by little. Part of that started by seeing a need. You know, I I moved to the Washington, D.C. area and I realized that I was going to a lot of events and I was collecting a lot of business cards and I was meeting a lot of people. But I found that at the, at the end of the day, I still didn't feel like I had a solid network. You know, and I didn't feel like I had made meaningful connections with people that really knew me. Um, and I was like, that this is a problem. And soon I, I, I started almost dreading networking events, which is so unusual because I'm, I'm really a social person. Mm. So that was where kind of the idea sinks started to come in my mind, like, hey, you know what? What if networking wasn't like this? What if it wasn't something people dreaded? What if it was something fun? And what if it was something different? So it started there. And I will tell you, it started very small. I actually started teaching network out of um, a uh, dance studio that I had access to in my local apartment building. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like I had all the vision and I created everything. I, it, I just took baby steps. But the key was really I I started small and I kept going I, I started to develop, eventually develop a team I was able to eventually develop you know partnerships with different brands and different organizations who believed in the mission um, and and then so forth and so on things just continued to grow and we're still relatively new I will say the key really is just to start somewhere I find that that's a lot of people's challenges is just taking that first step and really believing in themselves without having all the answers and everything mapped out Beautiful, beautiful. And what a great piece of advice to end that uh, question on, because, uh, again, my biggest piece of advice to anybody is to just start. Yes. Take the first step. That is pretty much the hardest thing to do. People, a lot of people are scared, more scared of rejection than they are regret. Mm -hmm. um, and true. trust me when I say that if you just start this podcast, everything, everything that I wanted in life began with. Uh, or I attained everything that I wanted in life the day I became the person who I wanted to be, who I really was, um, instead of, you know, being um, being somebody else or trying to fit in with everybody else. And that started with me taking the first step and starting. I so agree. If, if you want everything, if you if you are, you know, over here, you know, confused and and it's really hard and times are it's, it's just really, uh, you know, a confusing time in your life and you you just don't know what to do and you're over there trying to you know fit in with this person or fit in with this job or do what your parents say that you should do or whatever the case be who you really are and everything you really want will follow you I and agree. this is and I'm speaking from personal experience I'm not speaking from anybody else's story this is from this is coming from me so um again that was a great answer to that question now Jen I have to ask you what were some childhood hobbies and habits that you think matriculated into the career that you have today? <laughs> Dance. Honestly, like from day one, that's all I ever saw myself doing. And it was very surprising that like I actually grew up and moved away from dance slowly. So when I was a kid, it was dance classes, dance conventions, dance performances, dance recitals, dance auditions. And that was pretty much my life. But I will say 
growing up in, in a, an environment that was very focused on stability, you know, being an immigrant, when you come to this country, you're so focused on, well, what's going to be the easiest path to success? All you really know is going into law, going into being a doctor, an accountant, a finance professional. That's really all that's, you know, mm. that we know abroad. It, it's it's being creative is different. And I was very fortunate, honestly, my family was so supportive of me being that different kid. But I will say that I almost kind of psyched myself because I didn't really see many people around me pursuing creative careers. So I thought, well, am I going to be broke? Like, no, I can't. Do, I can't do that. That's where I came from. It has to be different, you know. Mm. So I kind of talked myself into like, you know what, maybe I can do this, you know, corporate thing for a little bit. Maybe I can, you know, just try it out, see where it goes. And believe it or not, you look up and you find yourself thinking like, well, you know what, there's. This, this could be for me and trying to talk yourself into something that you know that's you're not really created for. But at the end of the day, it's safe. And I feel like so many of us creative people out there, like we have that almost like and I feel like I'm so fortunate to be a millennial and to be a part of this generation. That's more so like, you know what, I'm going to be creative, even if it's different. Like we're just kind of going with it and trusting ourselves. But I know it took me a, it took me a minute to really believe that, wow, you could make a, a creative career and build it into something because I hadn't seen that growing up. Everyone I knew had a regular job with regular benefits. So for me, it was like, oh, do you really want to be that person? But you know what? You just have to get started and you just have to go. Mm, yeah, yep, yep, yep. And and th those creative points too, you know, um, for the people who want to go into that creative field. And it's really just knowing um, everything that you have, everything that you need, um, really, you have already. So every, you, you're literally equipped with everything that you need in order to be successful in life. You just have to bring it out of yourself. You have to draw right. it out of yourself. You, everybody is equipped with the right tools in order to be successful at being the best version of themselves. You right. have to draw it out in, of yourself. So, And you know, I will say... Mm -hmm. To add to that, I will say you also have to be willing to learn because, you know, when I was a kid, when I thought of dance, I, I'm what I'm doing now is very different than how I envisioned it. So I think it's also important to be flexible and understand the different avenues that you can take. You know, it, there's just because, for example, you like singing doesn't necessarily mean you have to be a singer. You can be a songwriter. You can license your music to other singers. You, there's so many different routes you can go. So that was one thing I had to learn is that there's so much more to dance than just performing and really studying my industry and finding the path that made sense for me, understanding, hey, yes, I am someone that values stability. But at the end of the day, I also want to pursue my creative side. So how do I blend those two together to give me the type of life that I want? And understanding that it's not one size fits all. I think sometimes we get so caught up in watching other people's success and watching other people's definition of success and not understanding that our path could be right, but yet be so different at the same time. Very nice. Very nice. And I'm not even going to add anything to that because I we could talk about that all day long, all day long. Yes. So, trust me. <laughs> Jen, Jen, let me go ahead and ask you this one. So what is an average day like for you? Um, You know what? Honestly, that's one thing I love about my field the most. There is no day, two days that are ever the same in the dance world. Like you can be putting on an event. We could be hosting a network event or we could be promoting what we do. A lot of the job, a lot of people forget that, you know, there's one thing to really enjoy what you do, but the key is to put it out there and make sure that other people know that you exist, especially if you're doing something new that people have never heard of. A lot of what I do and the day-to-day -day consists of promoting, not only on social media, 
because you know you can't become so reliant on technology. Sometimes you just have to get out there, going to conferences, conventions. We uh, try to do as many news appearances as possible, television appearances, letting people know who we are and that we exist. So that's what some of the work is. There is some administrative parts. Not everything is glamorous. There is some grind. You know, there is a lot of also networking. Part of what we do is networking, building our community of women, of supporters, outreach, finding instructors. So there's there's just so much to it. But I love that no two days are ever the same. Beautiful, beautiful. And let me ask you this. So what do you enjoy the most about what you do? Honestly, I love when I'm there are days where you get so down on yourself. You're like, I'm so busy. I'm so exhausted. Like, wow, this is a lot of work you know, and you get a message or you see firsthand how, how what you're doing is impacting someone. You know, we've had students write to us telling us about, you know, how they've lost 15 pounds ever since they started attending our events, you know, how they speak up at work a lot more, how they've asked for a raise, you know, how they've asked for a new promotion. And when you get those testimonials from your clients, you're like, wow, this is why we're doing this. This is why it wasn't just enough for me to continue climbing corporate America and collecting paychecks and bonuses and promotions because that's great for me, but there's no better feeling than knowing that what you're doing and what you genuinely enjoy is also touching other people is the best feeling culture I can't even begin to describe to you. Very nice. And I know that feeling very well, very well. So Jen, I got to ask the tail end of the question of course, you enjoy the least. I honestly, so I would say when you decide that you want to become an entrepreneur and you want to start your own business or your own company, the one thing, especially if you're like myself, who've been an employee for for, for a while, you have the transition between waiting for to be told what to do all the time and having a flat out manual for everything like this is how you do this. This is how you do this. When you, when it's yours. You have to be the one to create the manual. You have to be the one to learn the ins and outs. There's no delegating to your employees or this or that. You have to know everything so that you can delegate to other people. So that sometimes that comes with fear. Like, oh, I don't, I don't know this. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this versus let me go ask my boss. There, You don't ask your boss. Mm. You figure it out. So it's that thought of, full responsibility, full accountability, and sometimes the fear and self-doubt that comes along with that, that, that's the part that could be very scary when you're carving your own lane. But I will tell you, it is totally worth it. Very nice. Very nice. Yes. And it is totally worth it. So Jen, let me ask you my favorite question. <laughs> and that is, do you think that grades mattered in school for the success in your career today? No. Nah. I will, I will tell you, <laughs> I mean, I'm torn because I am pro-education. Don't get me wrong. I, mean, mm. I have a bachelor's degree. I have a master's degree. I'm very, you know, pro-education. And I did well in school. I was a straight A, sometimes B student. Um, and yes, I, I, I think that it helps to be a fast learner. I think being good in school helped me to become a fast learner and pick up skills like to be honest, like never in a million years that I what I thought I, I would be building a website. You know, it just mm. it wasn't in my skill house. I was always creative. Mm. But like just being being in a classroom, taking classes that I, I struggled in, and then learning to 
study and figure things out, that skill actually translates well with network. There are a lot of times I come across things, even like legal things that don't make sense to me, but I have to go and study and research and be able to apply that and get that information pretty quickly so that I can move on with my business. And I will say that school kind of taught me those skills, but I, I feel like to answer your specific question about whether grades matter, I feel like education matters and knowing how to developing the skills that are transferable through education, like studying, applying information, going after, being able to research and seek knowledge. But did it really make a difference that I was a straight A student? I mean, throughout my career, no one's asked for my report card. No mm. one's asked for a transcript. But what they will look at is my website. They will look at the products, the services. They will look at your customer service. They'll look at how happy your clients are. Mm -hmm. So the students that are out there struggling about their grades, I'm not saying that school is important. But my thing is I would challenge you to focus on transferable skills. Work ethic, nobody will teach you work ethic. So if you're the type of person who doesn't like to show up and don't like to take exams and don't like to do the get at least the work ethic part down because mm -hmm. that can be translated. You know, get at least being able to research, to learn in different ways. Doesn't necessarily mean just a classroom. If you're better being a real world experienced person, if internships work better where you can learn something in person with your hands by doing, figure out what your learning style is and take the transferable parts of education, being able to speak publicly, you know, being able to negotiate, being able to sell an idea, being able to articulate a thought, being a decent writer. Like, I've found those skills to be way more useful than my actual physical report cards, which were great, but I don't feel like that has created any opportunities that wouldn't exist by me not having those other skills that I've, I've had just through life. Very nice. Very nice. And let me let me add one more point real quick. So and, you know, I, I was actually a, a very bad student. I, uh, and like you, I was a bad student. I was like C student. And I was always at least twice a week. I was getting uh, uh, my my principal was calling my mom for something that I did. Yeah, but, my parents weren't having that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And but the the number one thing, though, um, is that I was really I'm not I was not a person who could sit down in a classroom like my learning style wasn't, you know, sit down in a classroom and be quiet with 30 other kids and have one person talking all the time. My learning style was um, social interaction. So I really like talking to people. And that's what really got me in trouble, to be honest, uh, yeah, talking same. to people when I should have been talking to people. But with that being said, for all the sweat and, and you know, grief that they gave me um, in school and the sweat and, you know, every, everything that they give you um, in school, the perception that talking to others and being social is bad uh, when you're in school, once you get out of school, being able to be social is, if not the most important skill, but one of the most important skills to obtain or to have in your arsenal when you leave school and get into get into your career, get into whatever you want to do. And it just goes back to that classic saying that it is not what you know, it is who you know. Right. And if you know the right people and if you treat the people, treat people right um, and know how to talk to them and know how to, you know, do all the things you were talking about, articulate your thoughts and whatnot. Trust me when I say that will take you a hundred times farther than uh, uh, what your grade set on a piece of paper. So, um, and, yeah. And and let me let me go ahead and ask you this one. Um, the, the I'm going to ask you about the impact word and really 
you know, um, people people really get stuck on this question. What do you feel that your impact is, um, you know, and impact is really your know, passion, purpose and whatnot. And, you know, that's that's a word that gets thrown around a lot uh, nowadays. But really, I want to know what you're devoted to. And I feel like you already answered that question when I asked you what you enjoy the most when you were talking about, you know, how um, people give their testimonies to, you know, how they how you've changed their lives in a even if it's in a small way. And I can really resonate with that. But can we go ahead and cover that one more time? Just just for the the uh, purpose of answering the question one more time for the people to hear. Absolutely. So for me, you know. The most beautiful thing is watching our students transform. Like I've had students where, you know, their first network event, they would be shy. They would barely want to talk to people. I'd have to kind of like push them like, hey, go meet this person, go meet this person. And then watching that student develop time and a time over again, keep coming back and then soon start to be more comfortable working the room, walking high with their head held higher, feeling more confident, letting their guard down, speaking up, speaking more boldly and confidently, dancing more confidently. These are the things that like, you know, they say like, they say like, if you, if you do what you really love, you'll never work. I never feel like I'm working when I'm watching that, when I'm watching our students like go after what they want, come back and be like, yes, I asked for that promotion. Yep, I finally asked for that raise. And just watching the the, the correlation between how they behave at network, how they dance, how them dancing and them learning how to communicate better with networking and very intentional networking exercises, seeing that translate into their real lives it's the reminder that, you know, that's this, this is what it's all about. It's about like, what can you do? I feel like each of us can answer this one way or another. What, what can you do to make the world better, to make people's lives around you more fulfilling, you know, and that's for me, what it's, what it's all about and what it boils down to. There's no better feeling. Very nice. Very nice. And again, like this is this just one of those things where it's just like, your impact and your purpose will always lay in. It's not what you get. It's what you give. And I right. really got to I really got to thank you for that one, for that answer right there. And Jen, we are winding down Hi. to <laughs> the last question. Um, sure. now, again, you you gave a excellent interview. So I'm very, very pleased with all the answers that you gave me previously before. But if there was one piece of advice that you could give to anybody out there listening who wants to be in the position that you're in today, what would that be? I would say take the first step. You know, that's usually, like we said earlier, that is the hardest part. Um, Mm. But you would be surprised at when you start, things just fall into place for you. Never in a million years would I have envisioned network being featured in national news publications like the Huffington Post. It just never even sounded possible when we started, you know, in my basement. It didn't seem real. But at the end of the day, that opportunity would have never presented itself had I not started, had I waited till, okay, let me get everything perfect. Let me get the perfect logo. Mm. Let me get our perfect website down, the, the perfect color scheme patterns. Like, I feel like sometimes we get so hard on ourselves and we try to get every detail down right. Mm. But the funnest thing that I love doing, I do this with my friends, I show them, look at our logo when we started, look at our logo from the second event, look at it from the third. And it's so many. And you change your mind and you figure it out and you just keep 
redoing things over and over again. But at the end of the day, it's to just enjoy the process, understand that it's probably not going to be perfect in the beginning, Mm -hmm. but be okay with that. Do not be hung up thinking about, well, what are people going to think about me? That's for me. I honestly believe that that right there is like the death of so many people's dreams is the concern Mm -hmm. about what they're going to look like, you know, and it just, trusting that it's going to work itself out and if it doesn't then you learn from the experience but do not rob yourself of that because you're just so paralyzed with things need to be perfect and paralyzed thinking about other people's opinions it's not worth it thank you so much and again like if i even add on to that we will be talking for another 30 minutes so (laughs) let me let me go ahead and hello hello okay i can hear you now you can hear me now? Yeah, okay. Okay, let's make sure we have it consistently. So can, can we? Can you hear me? Can I hear you? Yes, I can hear Perfect. you. Perfect, okay. Okay, I was wondering what happened you know what? there. I, I, look, I, I was about to give a good point that the, the, the devil keeps playing with us, but it's okay. <laughs> we're we're going to keep on. We're, we're going to edit it down. Don't worry about it. But okay. let, me, let me go ahead and add on to that one thing that you were saying there. Okay. So literally – Anything you want in life is like playing a video game. When you the, your goal when you buy a video game is to beat the game, but you always start off at level one. You must start. You must just start. It's never perfect in the beginning, but you work your way up. You you fail. Sometimes you fail, but you always try again. And you always pick yourself up. And Jen, I really, really, really have to thank you one more time for such an excellent, excellent interview. I know people will be taken away from this one today. Um, but Jen, if there is like a website, uh, social media, maybe a book, something, anything that you can promote so that my audience can reach yours, please go ahead and give that a shout out right now, please. Absolutely, absolutely. So we're looking for dance instructors all over the world. So if you love dance and you're looking for something to do on the side, if you're looking to grow your own dance network in your city, if you want to host your own events, we are currently looking for instructors. You can find us on our website, which is www.networkmovement.com. That's network spelled N-E-T-W-E-R-K movement.com. And then we're on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn, YouTube at Network Movement. All right. Very nice. And I'm going to leave the the description, the link in the description below to everything that she just named right there. And Jen, I really, really, really got to thank you one more time for such an excellent, 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 excellent interview. Now, folks, as you know, there are three types of work. There's a job, a career and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find your career. But you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I hope that me and Jen help you find it here today. That is a wrap. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to leave a review so that someone else can discover it too. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn at YI Network for episode updates, weekly takeaways, quotes of the week, and much, much more. And if you or somebody else you know is passionate about their job and would like to share their story, email us at whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Again, whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Talk to you soon, folks. And I play my position. You talking too much, please learn how to listen I never give up, I'm not quitting, I'm persistent I'm willing to go the distance I feel like I'm up on the mount like I'm pitching I'm fighting the morph